Hello everybody, this is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur and proud founder of Simple Podcast Cloud Company, which is a podcast hosting company for people who are looking for hosting their podcasts. We provide that service and that is what we are here for to support podcaster. And speaking of podcaster, I have my dear friend, Wen, who is going to share her journey about podcasts. So Wen, please take your time to introduce yourself or tell us a little bit about yourself. For those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Wynn Charles, and I am the founder of Ask Wynn. Ask Wynn is my main podcast, which Mark has been interviewed on way back when, and so you guys need to go check that out. And then, well, you don't need to. I think it would be great for Monk to get his podcast, get his interview on my podcast, we listen to. And then I'm also doing the artwork of CP, which is all about cerebral palsy, which we'll get to in a minute. And then I am also doing the amazing voices of teachers because I'm a retired educator, so I bring teachers on to talk about their educational experiences. Awesome. So tell me, when how did you get inspired or thought about starting your own podcast? Like, what motivated you? Like, I want to start my own podcast. What's your backstory on that? Well, I, first of all, I wrote a book. I wrote a book. And then, great, I'm like, Great, now I hit the publishing button on this dang book, which is now 10 years old. How am I going to market this book, which I didn't know podcasting existed. I was a listener to podcasts. I listened to Joanna Penn. Joanna Penn of the Creative Penn based in the UK. And as I was writing my book, because that's all she talks about is writing and publishing books, but I didn't know that being a podcast host would be a thing. I thought, okay, then we'll um, we'll try it. And first we tried um, first I tried YouTube, and that failed only because. A fan wanted to support me, and they said, I can't support you. I can't, I want to support you. I want to see you, but I can't have my laptop open. They literally said this I can't have my laptop open while I'm working and watching you. So I'm like, okay, there goes my YouTube story mouth the door. And I'm like, okay, let's um let's do this. And then I thought, okay, here we go back to the drawing board. And then I tried blog talk radio, which was a complete disaster. Those of you who all podcast and know what I'm talking about. And then I tried um every podcasting host under the sun and it's like okay and then i finally got the bravery stick up and asked in the podcasting group 
I said, well, what is the best um, podcast host? And people go Lipson, L-Y-B-S-Y-N, Liberated Syndication. And I'm like, Lipson, what's that? And <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's try this. And then my first episode out of the shoot was me interviewing Joanna Penn. And ever since then, Tuesdays and Thursdays, Rabbit Hall was a win, basically. And so it's like, okay. Then I decided to start a podcast all about cerebral palsy. And then I decided to start a podcast all about my own profession. And that turns into the amazing voices of teachers. And yes, the beat is still active. And yes, I plan to back that went up again, but ask when is really what I'm known for. So tell me a little bit about the ask when podcast. What does it contain of the people who may not know about it? Like, how did you come up with that particular idea of the podcast? Like, what does it cover? Things of that nature. Well, it's interview based, and I interview people from famous authors to famous podcasters to podcasting startups like yourself and I interview just people of everyday life, people that want to learn about cerebral palsy because um, nine times out of ten I'm finding out that people don't know about cerebral palsy unless they know me. <laughs> And because cerebral palsy is one of those um, childhood disabilities that when it um, it falls into adulthood, people just go underneath these rocks. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, so how do you when you go, when you obviously you find the uh, the interview approach for your podcast is better. Do you also have play around with the solo podcast where it's just you and you're talking, giving advice, helping people out? I, I have. Okay. And um, the way I did was I did it on Anchor, which no thank you. <laughs> no thank you to Anchor. And so I may... I may bring that back, but I may have to, I would definitely have to switch either to you guys or Blueberry to do that. I would um, either have to switch to you guys or Blueberry to do that because I can't handle Anchor. Anchor is way too below my league now, and it's like, if Anchor goes bye-bye, my work will go bye-bye too. So right. I have to. Um, and for those of you who don't know what Mark and I are talking about, Anchor is uh, it's a thorn in the podcast aside because Anchor is a free platform. So everyone and their brother could pick up and do a 
podcast, which I don't like. I like stability. I it's just been my modus operandi for years. Stable win, stable schedule, stable podcasting host. And so if I were going to do a solo show again, I would have to do either Mark's host or I would either have to do Blueberry, which Blueberry is run by Tom Cochran, which I would um, I would think that um, any of them, for the exception of Anchor, are more stable than Anchor itself. Okay, so that, that I personally don't like Anchor myself because when I was starting out my podcasting career, you can call it now, it's like they, everybody's like, you should go go with Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. And then there's a little loophole that they sneakily put in there. Sometimes they say they own your content. Sometimes they, they, own, they don't own your content. So it's like they change their policies every now and then. So let me ask you this question. When it comes to a podcasting host, what are some of the features that you specifically look for that works for you? That you can be that one. It's easy to work. I have a disability. My assistant has a disability. We both have cerebral palsy. And even though we're okay on technology, um, because of our disability, we like things easy. So uh, my recommendation is it's easy to work. Is it's easy to work? Another recommendation from a friend of mine, who I consider one of my mentors in the podcasting space. Actually, there's two people that I consider my mentors. One of them I actually had a conversation with before, waiting for COVID yet, and. Um, that was the last time I saw people, by the way. I saw people at Podcast Movement and no, Podfest, sorry, no, not Podcast Movement, Podfest. And then I've been home for five months, but it's another long story. Self, why? But, um, and you guys know why because of COVID. But um, I consider two mentors of mine. One of them, Dave Jackson, the other one, Mr. Harry Durant, and what Dave Jackson, and he's talked about this publicly on the School of Podcasting, which comes out every Monday morning, and I try and listen to it every Monday morning, and what David Jackson has said, and he'll state this publicly too, he actually works for Lipson, in their technical support department. And so what he says is they don't mess around. The podcast host shouldn't mess around with your files. And I strongly believe that too. And so I like ease. I like it doesn't mess around with your files. I like the facts that you're available everywhere on Apple, on Google, on the smart speakers, on um, everywhere, so that people can 
listen to you on their laptops or listen to you on a jog. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And that's one of the features that I absolutely love about podcasting is because simply what you said, it is so versatile and very flexible. Unlike reading a book or watching a video, you have to give it a specific setting, meaning if you want to watch a video, you have to sit down and watch a video or when you're standing up. If you want to read a book, you, have, you could only do one thing. Unlike your podcast, you could literally plug in your earbuds and you can go for a walk, you can cook, you can work out, you could do multiple, multiple different things. And that's what I love about podcasting is it? So what is it that you actually love about podcasting in terms of a host? I am, I have spoken to people and got interviewed. I got interviewed yesterday at 7 a.m. by a podcast host in Africa. Africa. I didn't think my story was going to go global, but that's what they want to do. And I'm like, okay, sure. A panel discussion in my PJs, thank you very much, on StreamYard. And I'm like, okay, sure. And my uh, my my phone was ringing, and it was 7 a.m. And I'm like, excuse the phone ringing. I, and this was doing the live interview too and these these people started laughing at me because they're like when that's the real life a phone ringing uh um and and it's like i didn't realize my story was so powerful so what i love about podcasting is interviewing um and the i love interviewing but i love sharing my story just as much as I love interviewing. All right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It definitely gives you a very global reach because I'm sure you have been in a situation where I have same thing like myself. I'm talking, like you say, you're talking to somebody on Africa, a completely different continent, right? And then it's a completely different time zones and all those things. So how do you manage these different time zones? So for example, right now I'm in New York. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. And I could be talking to somebody who is in the UK or New Zealand or Africa or India was like it's like a nine o'clock at night time. So how what's your process of managing times? A scheduling system and a human to manage the chaos. I happen to hire my BFF as my um, as my assistant, and she knows it. And she, I don't mess with her scheduling system. I walk in, I do the interview, I hand it to her, she hands it to the appropriate person, and then she hands it to the guest. I I only walk in and do the interview when I uh, I said, hey, do you want to do a project with me? And this is before I was um, considering podcasting and we were still on YouTube when I came up with this idea. And she goes, sure, I'm your BFF. She was a little bit hesitant, mind you. And I said, well, I am thinking about coming up with a YouTube TV show. And this was 10 years ago now. And you can... There's still footage on my website, my 
my goodness. And so, um, and so I said to her, do you want to help me with this project? And she goes, sure. What is it? And I'm like, well, it's going to be a YouTube TV show where I'm going to interview people. And, and I asked her, I said, well, what do you want to do specifically? Do you want to be my co-host? Do you want to um, be my um, assistant? And she goes, let me be your assistant. Well, 10 years later, she's my co-host on the artwork of CP. I've warmed up enough to do a full-fledged podcast and put our stories out to the world. I mean, now granted, it's all about... CP and us talking. It's not an uh, interview based show like Ask Winners, but we're getting there to the point of we're getting there to the point where she's comfortable enough to share her story, and it's it's getting good. Okay, that, that's I'm so glad it's working out for you, and then you know, I, I wish nothing but much success for you and then you know i hope you go very very high definitely so first of all congratulations for doing it for a long period of time and next thing i want to ask you is like for example if i am just starting out uh thinking about starting a podcaster what equipment would you recommend for me to start off with i have my props See what I'm holding? Uh-huh. Earbuds. I have earbuds, and I have the fancy podcast mic, but nine times out of ten, um, I do it by a Uber conference with a pair of earbuds, and it's perfectly fine. And um, when I'm coming to discover and mock to spill the beans a little bit on you, um, because everyone's using Zoom. Right. Um, Zoom has, I'm beginning to hate Zoom. <laughs> the more, um, the more, um, the more power that I can have when um, it comes to the video, I can use Zoom, but the quality is very, very low. And, it, um, and Google Meets and Google um hangouts yeah people hang out are just awful awful so i i particularly like uber conference or Streamyard. if i could figure out Streamyard, i would do you guys okay yeah that definitely i mean you know people who are just starting out like they don't know much about it like zoom is definitely well how you can go to zoom is zoom.us rather than com they have us and then they are the easiest and convenient way to have a virtual meeting however the quality of the video it's not the greatest if you want to put it on youtube you're like hey i'm just gonna put this on youtube and uh, it's not the greatest quality the audio part is somewhat okay but uh, I feel like the audio or video part is not the greatest. So I use the another app platform called StreamYard, and you will find a link in the show notes below. Uh, the video quality is amazing. They can go up to like 1080p, which is great. So you can 
record it in a video and then strip out the audio part for your podcast and the video part can go on a YouTube or any other video hosting you, you want. So we love at Simple Podcast Cloud uh, StreamYard. It's an amazing service and that's what we use. So tell me uh, if someone is like, hey, I have the equipment, I have the platform, and then if I want to create a content for my podcast show, which one or what's the best way to create content? Should I go on the solopreneur, meaning just go myself or interview, which is easier and faster? For me, now I'm in a unique position that I, I am... I am going to be, I am acquiring a journalism degree and I will use that platform behind me to be the voice for the voiceless. But for me, it's easier to do an interview style because um, I like interview style for those of you who are um, a little afraid of interview style. Um, go solo it doesn't matter just as long as you get your story out there and it doesn't matter just as long as you get your content out there i mean podcasting will go up consistent podcasting will go up because of covid because everyone's looking to better their lives and educate themselves yeah, I mean, I I think I feel like if somebody who's just starting out and they're like, hey, which one is better? Like you suggested, I feel like the interview one is a lot better because you can have an amazing conversation with somebody. And then like we're having right now and you can get a really good uh, content out of it because when you have just solopreneur where you're just doing it yourself it's just your ideas your thoughts and then there's nothing wrong with that but if you want to actually grow go interview somebody else because they may share something with you that you didn't even know that that was a possible did that ever happen to you like, like you were interviewing somebody else and they said something like oh my like whoa i didn't know that i i have a funny story i um I was interviewing someone, and it's public knowledge that um, this public knowledge is out there. I I didn't realize that um, this thing I was interviewing him on would not only change my life forever, but this thing I was interviewing them on, I was interviewing them on disability quest. And um, I didn't realize that assistive devices could be bought out of a disability trust. I'm like, excuse me, no one told me that. No one told me that. And I'm like, yeah, you taught, you taught me something that I didn't know. People teach me something all, all day long. I mean... They've, I've talked about microbiotic cooking, and I've talked about CP and the trials and tribulations of CP, and now I'm 
today I'm going to be talking about wild trials and the trials of tribulations of that. And no, podcasting is simply amazing. You said it best. It's simply amazing way to connect with people, learn new things, and then grow your personal branding, whether it be business brand or your personal brand. You know, it's the, have you noticed any increment, increase-ness, if that's the word now, <laughs> increase-ness in your personal branding because of podcasting? I have. I've noticed, well, I've noticed some connections I've made. I mean, I've made connections all across the country and people want to interview me i want to interview them you and i got hooked up because of jim and you and jim um has a podcast and i get jim's podcast at this very moment but look up jim Bijou, you guys and He's fascinating, and you can hear my interview on his podcast and my interview on um, his interview on mine, and then Mark's, Mark's interview way back when, when he was just starting Simple Cloud. And because you and I met because of Jim, Jim is a powerful, Jim Diesel is a powerful networker, and go. Oh, Go to after this podcast, and there's a couple pod, there's a um, couple podcasts you must listen to because um, I'm a 100% audio learner. I'm a little bit of a visual learner. I'm not a tactile learner. I'm not a kinesthetic learner by any means. But um, but and I I spoke to someone about that in the education space because the education space is now changing and I I think that podcasting is going to be uh integral part because I wish I wish now every teacher's going to yell at me because of what I'm about to say. Every okay. teacher's going to yell at me. But I wish that Amazon and Google would make a version of their smart speakers specifically for education purposes and so that teachers could put it in the middle of the table and let their kids listen to it instead of um, bringing in their own personal devices why not have the why not have the Apple smart speakers, yes, I said Apple smart speakers because Apple has one too. Why not have the Apple smart speakers, the Amazon smart speakers, the Google smart speakers make an educational version where we can put kid related content on a kid related podcast and of course, history podcast and of course, um, diversity podcast like mine. And why not? Why not? Because teachers are, they have to think out of the box this year. But why not 
give teachers a break for two seconds and the kids could sit and we can have interactive um, conversations based upon the educational learning, based upon the educational boxes that are invented by Google and invented by Amazon. Yeah. And so you could go, hey, hey, Google, and I'm sorry, I just set up everyone's Google. Yeah. But you can go, hey, the smart bigger name. Um, why not play Ask When and why not have it piped through classrooms? I know teachers that have um, Amazon smart speakers in their classrooms and I'm just thinking maybe Google and maybe Amazon and maybe Apple should do something for the educational space. That that would be a really good uh, a, a idea, I would think, because it will definitely help out, you know, because the time that we're in, because everybody's online, staying home, so kids can definitely get educated from podcasting and then it's audio, you know. Like you said before, you can just plug in your ear and then kids can listen to it yeah. rather than listen to something uh, else. Yeah. yeah uh, they, they say, screen time, oh, screen time is bad. Oh, screen time is bad. Well, if you put kids in front of a Zoom, ugh, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Started. But if you put kids in front of a Zoom screen, hello, then the screen time is even worse. They want the iPads, they want the um, iPhones, and they want Screen time. No, I had, I was talking to a friend yesterday. He was actually helping out with something I'm doing. And the son walks outside and says, Mom, can I um, watch another YouTube video? And the mom goes, No, that's enough YouTube. And I'm like, Wow, you just, these kids have been sitting in front of Zoom since. The end of April? Right. And you're the ones complaining about screen time? <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's a whole another conversation we can go for hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole another conversation. So that's why I think why not implement what we already use as assistive devices. Right. And why not give them more education? Sure, absolutely. I totally agree with you, and like I said, it's a whole conversation, another conversation we can oh, go and talk yeah. about it forever. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so, so let me ask you this question. So, if when, let's say you are, pick a number, let's say you're 32 right now, hypothetically speaking, and a 27-year-old version of yourself ask you, hey, I want to become an entrepreneur. What advice would you give the younger self of yourself? Man, Monk, put me on the spot. <laughs> um, but the younger, yeah. the, um, younger advice I would give myself is 
Don't go into a day job. Don't go into a day job in education. Just go into your day job slash your passion of journalism and saving people and um, saving people with the power of your voice. And if I was given that wisdom at age, it would have been 20... 22, 27, doesn't matter. The younger version, whoever it is. Yeah, it would have been a 17 year old when I would have already got a journalism degree. No, instead I got stuck in education. <laughs> and I finally kicked myself out of education. And actually, COVID kicked me out of education. And it's the best decision I have ever made in my life. All right, cool. So let's move into future. What is in plan for when from two, let's say three years from now, what she wants to accomplish? Well, be a journalist, okay. which is coming sooner than you guys think. It's coming April and April of 2022. I'll okay. be a journalist. And so be a journalist, have a book on podcasting, and all about the podcasting. And then I will still continue the work I'm doing, just better and stronger. Awesome. That's, I really, really am excited about your book, about podcasting, because I know a lot of people are going to benefit oh, a yeah. lot from it. So oh, yeah. That is awesome. I wish you much, much success. And when you have written that book, reach back on to me. I will help you promote I will. it personally. I will because um, now it's sitting on Google Doc. By now, I just have to um, get it out there and get it published, and then yeah, we'll see. All right, cool. All right, cool. So this is the part of the show where I ask you, like, right now the stage is all yours. You can share anything you want with the audience or give any advice you want to give to help them move ahead in life a lot faster. And if there's anything you would like to tell how people can get in touch with you, your podcast, your website, whatever you want, the right now, the store space My is all yours. It's the amazing voices of teachers. It's the artwork of CP. It's the ask when and it can be found everywhere and it's a clean podcast because as we talked about earlier i like things clean and so yes it's kid friendly although um the older the kid the more concepts they can get but yes it's kid friendly and yes it's um grandma approved as i as i say that um i always think well would my grandmother like to listen to it and i have a funny story on that my um my grandmother's best friend actually owned mineral which for those of you who've heard that no she was actually part of the script company well, for those of you who know about Scripps, um, they actually own Mineral. And so 
and Mindemol actually owns Stitcher. So essentially, essentially, unbeknownst me, my grandmother's best friend owned one of the owned one of the top podcast companies in the nation. And I find it funny that I've uh, met one of the owners who owns Scripps Enterprises and who happened to be one of my grandma's best friends. And by the way, you guys, this happens to be my lingo name. My lingo name is Win, and I was given that by my paternal grandmother. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And you guys can find me at askwin.webelief.com and Monk will stick that in the show notes. And just enjoy life, you guys. Thank you, Mark. That is. And so uh, just enjoy life. And if you guys want to come on and just pal around with me and see what I do, you're more than welcome to it. I'm also a podcast coach, and I can teach you how to do content and teach you how how podcasting works and Mark is even though I don't use his services I use Lipsim but Mark I'm watching you succeed from design lines All right. thank, thank, thank you so much Lynn um, and when I have a pleasure meeting you here and thank you so much for sharing the all this content secret and all the stuff that you have known about podcasting i appreciate it and we here at simple podcast cloud appreciate your advice and everything else so we wish you much success and happy life thank you